it took me just under three months. My rehab became DDPY, 100%. Once I already figured out what they wanted me to do with the rehab stuff, I never went back. I incorporated it in my own stuff and put it together. So why do one workout and two workouts or three when I can do it all in one? Welcome to the Regenerative Warrior Podcast, Doctor's Edition. One of the fastest growing regenerative medicine and anti-aging podcasts in the world. Each and every Tuesday and Thursday, I talk to the top experts to show doctors how to market, manage, and magnify their practice to help more people and make more money. Each episode is short and to the point without wasting your time with pointless conversation. Learn the skills to be successful without traveling to seminars or paying for expensive consulting fees. Are you ready? Because I am. I'm Dr. Ross Carter, and it's time to start the Regenerative Warrior Podcast now. Two things before we get started. The views expressed by our guests are not necessarily those of Dr. Carter or this podcast. One of our podcast partners has just announced special pricing for our listeners. Wharton's Jelly Allograph for $475 per cc. You heard that right, only $475. White papers are available. This is for a limited time, so act now. Why pay double or triple the price from other providers? To learn more or to order, text your name and the word JELLY, J-E-L-L-Y, to 561-962-1231. Write that down. It's 561-962-1231. On with the show. Welcome to the Regenerative Warrior Program. I'm your host, Dr. Ross Carter, and we have a very special guest today. He is a three-time world championship professional wrestler. He's been inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. He is the founder and CEO of DDP Yoga. And of course, it's Diamond Dallas Page. Thank you for having me. Good to be here, Doc. Bang. <laughs> Fantastic. So I first want to start off by saying thank you for something. I actually met you back in 1995. I used to work at of the gym, and there was a lot of different uh, wrestlers at that time, and, you know, I talked to some of them, but they were very egocentric, I would say. I imagine you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and when I saw you, and you were the champion, when I talked to you, you didn't come off as that way. You were so genuine, and you seemed to care, and you were engaged in the conversation. You know, you were present, and that was really nice. It was around Christmas time, and you had told me about how you just love Christmas, and that was right. just one of your best holidays and everything, and I remember that. And it was just such a change from the persona of a wrestler that I had in my head, because I knew a lot of the guys, right. and then I met you, and you had such a positive and warm energy, and I, I just want to say thank you, because that made an impact on me, because I was like, wow, this is an actual, real, honest person, somebody who cares, and I find that amazing. It's kind of crazy when you think about how we came across each other the next time yeah. which was at uh, Mexicana Rosa Mexicana yeah. and you guys had on Christmas stuff exactly. we had on Christmas yeah. stuff and I heard you say to me so did you ever get your Christmas place and I'm like oh my god because I would talk about that all like I didn't know this is what I was going to end up doing right because when you're going through you're living the dream you know, a lot of guys think it's never going to end you know and that's not no it's all ends and it regenerates and reinvents and that's what you have to do is just to be successful at anything. And so I was thinking, well, I'm going to do something that I love. I tell people all the time, find something that you love to do and then figure out a way to get paid to do it. I mean, think about rapping, like the guys 
who started that form of music. Like, they were just doing it on a street corner. And then one day somebody said, you know, I want to turn this into an album. <laughs> yeah, right. But you smoke it. There's no such thing as this type of music. But one person saw that. And now look at it today. But doing something that they love to do. And as, you know, my career went on, everything just pushed me to where I'm at today. Well, that's interesting because, I mean, you're not a small man by any stretch of the imagination. How tall are you? About 6'4", six, 6'5"? Six, 6'4", 230. And when I wrestled, I was always around 250, 255. All of it was here. And I had to eat. Like, it was a job to eat. Like, I'm a natural 225, 230 maybe, but I'm not a natural 255. I mean, I had to force feed myself, and it was a pain. I hated it. As soon as I could get lean again, you know, to where I wanted to be, because I feel really comfortable this way, and I'm super strong, especially, I'll be 62 in April. You know, it's just like, it's what I eat, it's what I drink, a lot of water, but I don't drink the water everybody else drinks. There's a company here in Atlanta, or I should say Georgia, that they run it through 43 different minerals. They strip the poison out of the water, and then they fill it with, think of coming down, the greatest water I ever had was in Austria. You could drink it right out of the tap. It was like liquid gold. But you got to remember all the, you know, there's no spraying of chemicals up in those mountains. And as the rain and, the, you know, the snow of, you know, evaporates and turns into water, it runs across all those minerals. Well, that's all the kind of stuff that really helps heal your body. And so I call this crack water. Yeah. <laughs> and I pretty much will bring it for me everywhere I go. And no one ever says, uh, sorry, you can't have that in here. Right. You know, unless you go into a building. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, as soon as you go to TSA, I'll chug yeah. it down and yeah. you know, then, I'll, then I'll drink Fiji. That's my next choice after that. <laughs> so what's interesting is I don't picture you as a person related in any stretch of the imagination to yoga at all. I mean, I, I, would, I would look at you and go, not a yoga guy. That's the first thing. So how did we get here? Where in your path did yoga become part of your life? You know, necessity. Because I really am the guy who wouldn't be caught dead doing yoga the first 42 years of my life. But my wrestling career started at 35 and a half. And that's actually kind of old for it. Kind of old. Like, I don't know anybody who can go. I know guys who started at 30, even 31, but no one at 30. Because even Michael Jordan did a dip at 35. But I started to do a lot of research on, uh, you know, how to hold back the hands of time. And before I got into any kind of yoga, I was already into your heart rate and performing in your fat burning zone as opposed to your anaerobic zone because if you get one of those workouts and most people don't wear heart monitors I started to because my cardio conditioning in my 30s and 40s was insane and what I do is get on the Stairmaster and do the roller coaster so I'd be pushing, pushing, pushing and then oh and I'd blow it wasn't my spine it was the muscles on the right side of my back would blow out so I talked to my very good friend Dr. Ken West who also I call Yoda because he's such an, an amazing healer through acupressure, applied kinesiology, all that. And I was like, Doc, why do I keep blowing out? He goes, you're overtraining. I go, what do you mean I'm overtraining? I go, you don't even work out. He goes, well, I read. And I, I go, what did you read? And he told me about Mark Allen. Mark Allen is the, the Michael Jordan of triathletes. He won the Ironman in Hawaii, which is the baddest, right? At 32, 33, and 34. Didn't place at 35. But again, that dip, right? But he didn't feel he was there yet. So the guys who beat him, he found out that Dr. Phil Mathetone, have you ever heard of him? He was working with a lot of these athletes. And 
And Mathetone changed the way you look at a heart rate. He just changed the numbers. 180 less your age. So at the time, Alan was 35. So 180 less 35 is 145. Now, because you know, if he was beat up or a disabled vet or someone who hadn't worked out, you might drop five to 10 clicks. Don't go over that. Just stay in that top 10 percentage of that, the top 10 you know numbers. But Alan, he's Superman. So put 10 clicks on. So that means 155. Go out and do the same workout you normally do. He came back. He's like, Doc, this is going to work. He goes, what do you mean this is going to work? He goes, look at me. I barely broke a sweat. He goes, I feel like I can do the whole workout all over again. He said, that's the point. He goes, what do you mean that's the point? I stayed at 155, but my times on the mile was like 829 average. That sucks. He said, you got to trust me. You got to stay at that 155. We got to recondition your heart. We got to recondition your engine. You got to stay at that 155. The times are going to come down. You just got to trust me. So, you know, Alan went for it. Got out of the eights, got out of the sevens, got out of the sixes. With a 155 heart rate, he tapped out at a 515 mile. Went back and won the Ironman 36, 37, 38, and retired. So I had already taken that into mind. So at 42, I was performing, you know, less 180, 138. I'm Superman. One one forty eight. I'm not going over that. And if I did, it's for moments. It's for thirty seconds, twenty seconds, and I'm right back down under around one forty five. Don't overtrain. Never happened to me again. So once I blew my back out, and now it's my spine. So how did that happen? It happened with Kevin Nash's power bomb. You're up seven feet in the air, and you can crash you down on your back. And people can say what they want about professional wrestling. Yeah, you can't fake gravity. Most people that are watching this probably have never had an experience where. <laughs> But he takes them up seven feet in the air and drops them on a pad. But the pad is a high school wrestling mat and then wood. And it moves, but like that, it moves. It doesn't move like this. It's not, not trampoline. It's not a memory foam pad. Um, yeah. it, it hurts. Right, right. But it wasn't that one bump because it's amazing what your body can get used to. Right. It was a series of a lot of bumps. You know, from that 35 and a half to that 42 and a half. That's yeah. seven years. Yes. Uh, wear and tear. Forget about we wrestled. And when you're over like that, you're wrestling 270 days plus a year. Yes. Like in the ring. Forget about you got to drive 100 or 200 or 300 miles. Right. Get out of the car. Get to hotel. Go eat. Crash out. Get up. Go to the building. Hop in the car. Drive 100, 200, maybe even 300 miles. And it just goes like that the whole month. And people would say to me when I was on Hollywood Squares, they would say, oh, man, When's your season? What are you guys off? I said, when we get hurt. That's when we're off. That's awful. Sorry for the interruption again. To find out more about this speaker, become a speaker on our show, have Dr. Carter present at your event or podcast, learn more about coaching, consulting, tissue allographs, exosomes, supplements, legal help, or how to create a million-dollar business card and dominate your area, we're here to help you. Just text your name and any question to 561-962-1231. Write that down. That's 561-962-1231. Or go to our website at drrosscarter.com to learn more. Don't forget about our current $475 Warden's Jelly Special. On with the show.
but you want to be in the mix so much because you get out of the mix, you drop down the car. So, you know, it's like anything. You're going to push yourself as hard as you can. Well, I push myself as far as I can go, and then bang. And what had happened is our spine is amazing. It's incredible, you know, but what makes it incredible is those little discs, those little, like, shock absorbers that are in between each one of these vertebrae. Well, I ruptured L4 and L5. So think of it like a jelly donut, and let's do that. Now we're bone on bone because it's pretty much all gone. So I went to see three different spine specialists. Right. One right here in Atlanta. He was great. He was the one I would come back to would be my doctor after that. But he's like, dude, you're done. Like, if you get out there and you continue to try to do what you do, you will be crippled and it won't be long. And I said, what about fusing me? He goes, well, you really don't want to do that. This is spine specialist saying this to me, right? You really don't want to do that and then get back out there and start backing your body up. Plus, you'll be 43 by the time you come back in, you know, I would just retire. And I'm just telling you, because I'm not going to sign off on you going back, just so you know. So, okay, now I'm really in a rock and a hard place. So, I'm married at the time, and Kimberly's like, you got to try yoga. And I'm like, I'm not doing yoga. (laughs) That's got to be an interesting conversation. I actually got quoted in the Wall Street Journal when I wrote the book as F dash 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 that I wouldn't be caught dead doing yoga. <laughs> Quoted in the Wall Street Journal with that yeah. quote, and I, uh, that's how I felt. But I was ignorant, you know, and I didn't get it. So once I finally found a guy that I could relate to, because she went, she had to bring me like eight different VHS tapes back then, till I found Brian Kest, who's amazing. But he's still back in those days, super yogi, and everybody looks like Gumby, and they can do anything. But he took it at a nice pace. No modifications then. He still didn't have that. But back in those tapes, I could at least figure out the modification. So it was pretty discouraging in the beginning, but I'm not a guy who gives up or quits. So what happened was I started to feel a significant difference in the first three weeks. Now, it's not giving me everything I need, and that I know. So I'm still doing the rehab. And I rehab both shoulder surgeries, both knee surgeries. I'm going to start mixing one night before I go to bed, you know, uh, rehabilitation techniques with those yoga positions. Now, notice I didn't use the word pose or posture. DDP yoga, and you'll never hear me call it yoga, ever, because I didn't make it for them. That 90% of the yogis who do yoga, who are into, but I'm into breathing. I'm into breathing. It's a little bit different, but into that, yogis are so competitive. You know, look at the position I can do. You know, so I'm not buying any of that, but overall, there's a lot of great yogis out there, but it's all based around the namaste feeling and that's the kind of stuff that keeps the regular guy away so as much as i believe and love what they're doing it's not for me and not who i'm going to teach now i could be top five yogis in the world if i just sort of transitioned that's not me and why would i go try to teach the yogis who already get yoga i want to go teach the people who wouldn't be caught dead doing yoga because that's who i was the whole point is i wanted to make it accessible and so i changed a lot of the wording. I still kept cobra and down dog. It's different uh, words that they use. But my, instead of warrior, road warrior. Road warrior number one. Road warrior number two. So what I decided to do was to create something and it didn't start like that. I just started helping other people. Yeah. You know, first of all, I mixed the rehab or the rehab with the yoga positions. I'm an athlete. I can understand get in the position or play position. Yes, yes. So I get that terminology. Then I threw an old school calisthenics. 
push-ups, squats, crunches, but done with a slow burn movement. Now, what happens when you do things in a slow burn movement, you have to incorporate more muscles as opposed to this, to taking 45 pounds, 35 pounds, 25 pound dumbbells and start moving them, going slow, whole different animal than doing this. Every time, and this is what I learned by accident. And less chance of injury too. Way less chance. What I learned by accident is every time you flex or engage a muscle, your heart has to beat faster to get the blood to the muscle. So think about it like this. You're laying down, your heart rate's the lowest ever, right? Sit up, what happens to your heart rate? Goes up. Stand. Goes up. Walk. Run, jog, sprint, up, up, up. I figured out how to do that standing still. And all it takes is engaging muscles from bending your knees and turning on your quads. Grip your toes into the mat. Now your feet, your calves. Now straighten your legs. Try to, your feet are hip distance apart. Try to pull your feet together. Isometrics. So now you're working your adductors. Tuck your tailbone. Squeeze your glutes. Now your quads and your glutes, two of the biggest muscles, are activating. It's driving your heart rate up. Now, yoga is this. This is DDP yoga. Open your fingers wide. Pull your thumb away from your pinky. Tight. Perfect. Now, open your fingers wider, wider, wider. Now, creating your own resistance. Reach long, reach high as you're coming down. But pushing right here. Thumb and index fingers. Push tight. Look at all the muscles that have to show up. Inhale, take it back. Arms out to a T. Clench your fist. Hulk it up. Attention. Shoulders back, chest out. At ease. So you're already getting a little perspired because your heart rate just went up five, probably ten clicks. I can take my heart rate from 80, 85, 90, wherever I am because I'm pretty amped up a lot of the time, which is great for my metabolism, to 130, 140, raising my arms three times. And I call it dynamic resistance. What it is is isometrics and isokinetics, which is the moving while engaging as you go through one position to another. So now, completely by accident, because remember, I did that completely by accident because I'm on the Stairmaster because I'm about six weeks in. You know, remember, they told me I'm, I'm my focused rehab. Now, I've already been told this is never going to work. I'm never getting back in. But I've been heard that my whole life. So I can feel like, okay, I'm ready to start my cardio. Because even though I'm sweating my ass off doing what today's DDPY, you know, and you'll hear me call DDPY even more than DDP yoga, kind of like P90X. Yeah. One of the greatest workouts ever, but it beats the hell out of your body. I mean, I used to do it. And I remember it was like, this takes forever. I would rather be in the gym if I'm going to spend 90 minutes doing something, not in my house doing this. It's but like, the guy sold... Half a billion workouts. Well, that was good marketing. Yes, tremendous. But also the passion of Tony Horton. He, yeah. He's an amazing instructor. Uh, his yoga was there. It was okay. Yeah. My buddies told me that I just threw that. You know, I took that day off. We didn't have it in the six-day workout. But I mean, he's a great instructor. But for DDPY, I created this workout that's kick-ass cardio. And I can prove it because if you wear the heart monitor, it's going to come up. You know, our new app, when you put the heart monitor on, Bluetooth heart monitor, it comes up and it starts looking for your heart rate. And as soon as you put it at your custom workout, because maybe you want to do a hike that day or you want to go on a run or a bike or whatever, you could use it for that too. But when it, for our workouts and it pops up any workout, it's looking. As soon as it sees your Bluetooth, boom. Now it's going to come up on the screen what your heart rate is as you're going through this workout. So you have everybody's heart rate? Well, no, when each person, because yeah. of the DNP Yoga Now app, 
Oh, right. Out there yes. in the uh, DVP Yoga Performance Center, every person, and we've got three big screens. We can only fit 48 people in a place, so the last per- people just have it right. on. And sometimes we do those numbers. So sometimes there's six people in there. Sometimes there's 46 people in there. Okay. You know, and the energy is insane because, again, it's not quiet. We're hulking it up. We're punching. We like Bruce Lee. Three, two, one. Again, three, two, one. Or one, 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 two. In a lunge, in a warrior position. We make it fun. And that's why people come back because they see the results. They're having fun. So what I created by accident, DDPY, kick-ass cardio, dramatically increase your flexibility, strengthen your core like never before, all with minimal joint impact. So unlike P90X, that will beat your body up. Great workout. Beat your All those P90X people are going to work their way over this as they find out about it. All those CrossFit people, they're going to find a way because they're going to need some kind of yoga. They both are. And then you figure out, you know, what works for you. And, you know, right now we're still in such a huge growing spot, but we're growing pretty quickly. So you were in doing the combination of what you were doing for yourself. What happened for you? Okay, so I didn't finish that. It took me just under three months. My rehab became DDPY, 100%. Once I already figured out what they wanted me to do with the rehab stuff, I never went back. I incorporated it in my own stuff and put it together. So why do one workout and two workouts or three when I can do it all in one? But I didn't stay up to remember how I built my strength to get back. I didn't do it 20 minutes a day. I built two, 30, 40, 60. Sorry for the interruption again. To find out more about this speaker, become a speaker on our show, have Dr. Carter present at your event or podcast, learn more about coaching, consulting, tissue allographs, exosomes, supplements, legal health, or how to create a million-dollar business card and dominate your area, we're here to help you. Just text your name and any question to 561-962-1231. Write that down. That's 561-962-1231. Or go to our website at drrosscarter.com to learn more. Don't forget about our current $475 Warden's Jelly Special. On with the show. Then I freaking took it to one hours, two hours, three hours a day. Not at one time. I'm going to wake up in the morning. I'm going to do 20 minutes just to work out all the kinks. Something I called the wake-up workout later. It was just a 10-minute workout. Then I'm going to hit my, get some breakfast, wait a little bit. Remember, this is my job. I'm still making stupid money right now. They haven't killed my contract yet, so I'm making sure they don't. So you had a goal to get back into it. Right. Well, I would have lost my multi-million dollar contract. So where were you in your stage of your wrestling career? Were you... I was on top of the world. I wasn't the world champion yet. Okay, so that you had not won it. No, no, but I was United States champion. I was a television. Like when we had met, I was like television champion yeah. or, or United States champion. I'm not sure which one. Tag team champions. And all those mean they're like our Oscars, you know, things like that. The people are behind. They're investing in your T-shirts and, and the stuff that generates for the company. At one point, there was 180 different things in my face or name on it. I got a bowling ball, DDP bowling ball. I never saw anybody playing, but I know there was leagues everywhere. But it was crazy because uh, less than three months, I'm back in the ring. Wait a sec. So you went from 
basically down and out where you couldn't destroy. Like yeah, you were done, potentially having to retire from. Yeah. And you had if I listened to them, you would I would have retired. But. but the rest of your career would have been gone. And then three months of this act of rehab that you did, and then what happened? Back in the ring, forty-two. They said my career's over. Forty-three on the world champ. So at forty-three years old, yeah. you won the world championship for the first time. The first time, and like the oldest guy ever, you know, to have that. So That's unbelievable. Yeah. So it was, it was after being disabled. Ric Flair. Who is the 16-time world champion? Who is probably always go down as the guy? Yeah. Like the number one guy who had it all. Like Hulk is up there as the number one guy, too. Steve Austin. Steve didn't have enough time. Flair has the 30 years. He's got all the championships. And he's just a nature boy, man. They're rapping about him more than ever now. Ric Flair taking that diamond cutter in the middle ring. was It put me one step closer to, and I thanked Ric at the Hall of Fame induction. Because, you know, it meant a lot to me that he did that because he didn't have to. But I know plenty of guys, they go, oh, I'm not doing that. You know, so it was a big deal for me. And I just started to share DDP yoga with people. And I started to help other people out. At one point, there's a guy you saw who's adjusting people in the back, Dr. Craig Aaron. He wrote the book with me, Yoga Frank Guy. He was super yogi. But he also was a yogi who, you know, when I see him in his classes, very peaceful and, you know, mellow. And then I watch a baseball game with him and somebody missed a move. Go on! How did he come? How could he not catch that? I'm like, dude, dude, like, what happened in the Namaste? You know, that's what he's. Well, that's where he wanted to be. You know, the bottom line, I realized, okay, this is a guy I can really relate to, and so I actually would hire him to like train me some of the stuff that he taught hours and hours and hours. And then one day I couldn't do what's called crow. I call it black crow. We bring your hands here on the mat. For the table, yeah, and then oh yeah, yeah, where you lift your legs up, and I'm thinking, how am I ever going to do that? And he said, Are you serious? At some point, you're going to be teaching me shit, and that's what really would happen in our journey together. So together, we wrote yoga for regular guys. Sending, I was living in L.A., he was here in Atlanta, sending it back and forth. When I called him up, I said, I got this idea, bro, and uh, I want to write this book, but I don't want to write it like everybody else does. I said, are you ready to do something like that with me? He goes, sure. And I said, we're going to be like the black sheep of yoga. He goes, Hey, we're going to change lives? I said, yeah. He goes, I'm down. So that's how we made him started. And, uh, you know, just went to our first DVD set and our second and our third. And, you know, doctors say, okay, any like, stuff that has to do with him. Like, I asked the yoga doc questions. Right. These was a great help, especially in the beginning. And I just instinctively could figure out different flows because I'm trying to heal me. I'm right. doing what makes me feel good. What people don't understand about professional wrestling, like one of my matches, just one, be like four or five car crashes to a normal person. I watched some of them actually before I came here. There was one where you're wrestling two guys and they were throwing you into the equipment because it was falls count anywhere. I think it was it was with Raven and uh, Benoit. That yeah. was crazy. You were being thrown through the signage and I was like <laughs> And then there was the stop sign, and they were hitting people on the head with, uh, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. And then you get thrown through a table. And you can't fake that stuff. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, if you're going to hit me with something, don't make it look weak. Don't hit me with the edge of the chair, because then you can split me open. But if you hit me flat, I can absorb that. Of course, today, you know, WWE, everybody shies away from any kind of headshot, and, you know, because we didn't realize all that damage that was happening. And I'm sure there's going to be 
quite a number of guys that are going to be really carry the effects of that. I mean, the NFL has already showed us. You're basically the same kind of situation with the damage to your body. More, actually more so. Because it's more impact. And it's... No padding. You don't have a helmet on. Yeah, there's no helmet, but also, again, through 365. Yeah. They have off-seasons, and they really only play like that, really hard-hitting, over spring training, and that's just running physically. But when they start, you know, winter ball, and they start up, they're hit once the pads, it takes a while before they let contact. But then they get those couple of weeks of contact. Now they're into one game a week, okay? They play 16 games or whatever. You know, we have 275 of those events, and 12 of them are going to be like pay-per-view type events, or 52 of them are going to be Monday Nitros or Raw or SmackDown. And again, it might as well be a pay-per-view because you're going to beat the hell out of your body. So that's why right now I'm working with so many guys in right. WWE. I just give them my DDP Yoga Now app because they can put it on their phone, bing, bang, boom, if they're home. They can set it up on their phone and their TV. You know, it could be on their iPad, their computer. So they can do it anywhere now. So how did the evolution of this start? Now you have an app. So you wanted to write the book. And what was it? What was the book called? The book was called Yoga for Regular Guys. Regular dudes and beautiful women. Because when I first went to see, you know, finally got him to go into yoga studios in L.A., I was like, how can there not be more men in here? There's so many beautiful women. And 90% of them are in amazing shape. You know, it's like, like, and crazy flexible too, right? Um, but the stigma, you know, and it's one of the things that I dealt with a lot in the beginning. You know, yeah, I'm the guy who wouldn't be caught dead doing yoga. I'd go, I get that. Yeah. Me too. So let me show you how I've changed it. Like from my buddy Derek Brooks, who all pro linebacker from uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he put me together because he loved the workout with some of the guys on the team. Every one of them say the same thing. It's not what I thought it was going to be. So it's just great. Right now I'm working with a lot of the NFL legends because them boys are beat up. And I don't understand, but so many of them, and this is professional athletes in general, because you'll watch a basketball player be lean his whole career, he gets off, and then he goes, right. you know, they feel like they've worked so hard all their life that now I'm done, I'm not working out anymore. It's like, bro, I get it, but you need to work out differently because you just did all that abuse to your body. You have no idea what's coming if you stop. It's just like rigor mortis sets in. And I'm constantly, it's not just DDP yoga that I do. I eat completely GMO-free. Right, and I've watched some of your videos. I actually learned something really cool is how to get a refrigerator in a hotel room without paying for it. I love that. No, it was true because my wife has had cancer, and if we needed her cancer, you know, medicine cold, they, you know, didn't charge you for the refrigerator. I thought, well, if she's with me or not, I'm going to go call down. Why should you get $15 a day for a little refrigerator you should have in there anyway? So the trick is, instead of requesting a refrigerator like you wanted to use it for whatever, you say it's for a medical purpose and you have to stay healthy and alive and they'll give you the refrigerator for free. Yes, if you have to keep that medicine cold and it's right away, we'll rush it right up, Mr. Page. That's all. There's a great tip for you. <laughs> if you learned anything today. Exactly. Yeah, I eat really clean. And when I say really clean, I mean no GMO, no wheat, no dairy. Well, you look fantastic. You're 61. going to be 62 in two more months. Unbelievable. But it's the work I put in. It yeah. just doesn't happen. And when I say no wheat or no dairy, people go, oh, God, I'm not going to, you know, I can't do that. Go, you're right. If you say you can and you say you can't, you're right. Do you know who said that originally? Uh, Henry Ford. Sorry for the interruption. 
option again. To find out more about this speaker, become a speaker on our show, have Dr. Carter present at your event or podcast, learn more about coaching, consulting, tissue allographs, exosomes, supplements, legal help, or how to create a million-dollar business card and dominate your area, we're here to help you. Just text your name and any question to 561-962-1231. Write that down. That's 561-962-1231. Or go to our website at drrosscarter.com to learn more. Don't forget about our current $475 Warden's Jelly Special. On with the show. You know, it is so true, though, the mind thing. I tell everyone, as important as the GDP yoga is, as important as my eating plan is, it's 10% of the equation. The 90% is right here. It's that six-inch piece of real estate between your brain. What do you tell yourself you can or can't do? I don't believe there's anything I can't do within reason. You know, can I go to Mars? I don't want to go to Mars. (laughs) Every single goal, Doc, Every single goal I have ever set, unless I derailed myself, like I did with the People's Champion versus People's Champion, I let WWE talk me into doing a different angle called the Stalker Angle, which was ridiculous and horrible for my career. But I rebound from it, thank God. I saw that vision of the People's Champion, the first People's Champion with me and Rock, two years before I ever got there. So you wrestled Rock as well? No, I never did, because that's the only goal I let someone derail me on. But Every other one, I always say, you know, shoot for the stars, you know. Don't, you know, if you get, did I, you know, come under those goals a lot of times? Yeah. Sure. Was I off to the left or to the right? Sure. But a lot of times, I blew right past them. There was a point in my career where I was talking to Dusty Rhodes, and uh, he helped me on so many different levels because he loved me. He treated me like one of his kids or his brother. And uh, I remember talking to him, and he would let me vent on him. And I was complaining about the booking, the writing, you know, the guy to do the writing of the storyline. I'm like, yo, Dream, I know I'm never going to be you or, you know, or Rick or Hogan. I know I'm never going to be a world champion, man, but I just said, Dallas, enough. And I'd been going for a while. (laughs) And he had never, like, yelled at me before. And uh, he went... What did you just say? And I felt kind of stupid then. I'm like, I know I'm never going to be you, Dusty, or Rick, or Hulk. He goes, No, D, what did you say after that? I said, Well, I'm never going to be the world champion. He goes, Then what the hell are you doing it for? I said, That was it. As hard as you work, if you don't believe, I've seen you do unbelievable things in your career. If you don't believe that you can be the world champion, D, you need to get the hell out of our business right now. And he kept talking. I tell you, I can't remember a thing he said, but I remember exactly what I did. And it was right next to my phone, the old phone with the cord. Yeah. This is 1994. And while he was talking, I wrote down, I will be the world champion in five years or less. It was four years, four months, and 14 days. How did that make you feel when that happened? That was numbing. It was numbing because like, you have to remember when I told people I was going to wrestle for being a manager and a color commentator, my buddy Michael P.S. Hayes fell down on the ground laughing. Like, ha, 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 you were out of your mind. Like, just I mean, everybody laughed at me. They thought I was crazy. Iced my knees. I'm the first guy in professional wrestling to ice his body, ice his knees, ice his back, ice his shoulders. You know, I'm the first guy in professional wrestling ever to videotape his match. Pull up YouTube today. 
Tell me how many matches are on there. Millions? You know, again, I'm the first guy to ever do it. So many things. And every time, everybody would laugh at me. And then it started to really click to me. When I told people I was doing yoga, oh, my God. But I didn't have a name for it. Yoga for regular guys is what came out of it in the beginning. And then they laugh and hide my mat on me. Just, you know, screw me. Just rip me. Just funny pranks, you know. And I'd never sell it. And eventually, I'd find the mat. And, you know, um, but... Now, they're all, so many of them are doing it. What I learned from that is if you're laughing at me, I'm on to something. Now people don't laugh at me at all. They just think, oh, fuck, he does everything he says he's going to do at the highest level. So, you know, it's like a lot of them don't laugh. Some secretly do, probably. But that's okay. And it's positive for me. So... How did it become after you did all these things to get to the point where you decided I'm going to, you know, complete make it a business? It was about 16 years ago. um, We wrote the book. And uh, 13 years ago, 14 years ago, we wrote the book. I'd already started to say, I'm gonna, I always in my mind was already, okay, I'm going to make this a business. But we need to get a book about it first to give it credibility. Because once you're published, today you can publish everything. You know, anybody can publish anything. But back then, you had to have some kind of book deal. And my buddy, Lori Dolphin, got us a book deal. Me and Yoga Doc wrote that. And then I said, okay, now it's time to do DVDs. And uh, we uh, did the first set of DVDs. And it was nothing but DVDs that came with so was it called Yoga for Regular People? Yes, Yoga for Regular Guys. Now, were you teaching that at the time? Yes, everywhere. Everywhere anybody can get anybody to do it with me. I'm in Iraq three times, like I told you. Every time I end up at whatever fob I ended up on, and whatever that gym was, or dojo, the boys and some of the girls would come over, and they'd work with me. I retired in 2002, but I was so strong going at 49 that I wanted to see people to see what I could still do in the ring. So TNA offered me a lot of money and I didn't have to wrestle, you know, 26 days a month. I could do five or six. So that was way easier on my body. So I figured I can do that. Plus the money's great. Plus I get to see show people what I can do at 49. And it was mainly because I wanted to show what my workout could do. And again, it's all about branding, 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 branding. And then uh, we came up with the next set of, well, then Arthur came into my life after the first set of DVDs, the disabled veteran. That was the most powerful thing. And that was in 2000. And me and his son made a video because he had actually been filming everything. And uh, mainly because I told him, uh, he's the first person I ever talked to that I didn't know online. What happened was anybody who got my program back then, I sent him an email. Me. You know, people wouldn't believe it was me. But finally, I get an email from him. Some people would. Well, I'm going to do this because we really love DDP, but we don't believe he's ever going to see it. And those people, I'd say, hey, man, thanks a lot. You know, it's me. And, uh... And Arthur's, his answer, what I do, when I would send the email, I'd thank him for getting the program, not trying to sell you anything, you already invested in it. I just want some questions answered, you know, here's six questions, and Arthur's answers were unbelievable. So, I sent him back a thank you and said, sounds like you need some help, bro. I go, what's your state right now? And he, you know, Cliff notes, uh, disabled vet, morbidly obese, here's what got me to relegated to thinking of myself as a piece of furniture. And that's what I said. And you'll see me in that video say, so I had him send me these pictures. And I see his stomach out to 
here. The knee braces, which I don't know, are strapped to a back brace, which I don't know, but it takes his wife 20 minutes every morning to prepare him to get out of bed, pulling his sleeves on and the braces, then the sleeves over that, then the back brace, and then give him his cuffs, as he called them, to go to the bathroom. And, you know, that's the start of his day. And But I'm looking at those canes, and I'd never helped anybody like that before. So I sent them a plan at Dr. Fred Bishing Food Plan, and I based a lot of stuff around that, but Fred's super, super, super healthy. Like, Fred, he won't say this because he can't, but cures cancer with this diet. And food can heal you like that. I've seen it. Maybe not everybody, but a shitload more than you would ever believe that, like, I'll never put chemo in my body. I didn't put it in my wife. When she got sick, I took her to Mexico. And I did everything holistically. She had rapid growing cancer in her breast. It stopped it. It didn't dissipate back down. But shrunk a, a little bit, but not enough to do a lumpectomy instead of a double mastectomy. And that's where I learned so much about food, you know, and what can and can't can heal you. But Fred is a genius. And he's like, at 78, him and my brother, he's my brother's mentor, we're running 20 miles on the beach. He still can run 10 miles on the beach. He's 87. Okay, he's not running on the hard. He's running on the soft. So bottom line is I sent him that eating plan. And if he sends back to me, I'll think about it. I'll give it a try. Thanks. I would have went awesome. Keep me posted. But he didn't write that. He wrote four of the most powerful words you can write. I can do this. That's awesome. I said, send me your phone number. And I talked to him for an hour. Basically scared the shit out of him, you know, and just speaking, shoot, you're shooting with him like where you're going to be in five years from now if you get that far. And it changed the way his mindset was. He realized that the story that he was telling his kids was this pizza is more important than you. That's the story he put in his head. That's how he changed it. And two weeks later, he called me. And it's like, Dallas, I'm so sorry to bother you. I go, Arthur, you're not bothering me. He goes, I just have to tell you, I've lost 20 pounds in the first two weeks and four inches off my stomach. Now, the only reason he lost the stomach like that, because he's bloated. You know, he's not bloating himself with the weed and the dairy, you know? So it took him down. I'm not going to tell him that. But 20 pounds is 20 pounds. And so he asked me how we could keep it going. I said, do it every day. He's like, is that okay? I said, Arthur, I worked up to three hours a day every day. He's only doing a 20-minute workout that I have back then. Sorry for the interruption again. To find out more about this speaker, become a speaker on our show, have Dr. Carter present at your event or podcast, learn more about coaching, consulting, tissue allographs, exosomes, supplements, legal health, or how to create a million-dollar business card and dominate your area, we're here to help you. Just text your name and any question to 561-962-1231. Write that down. That's 561-962-1231. Or go to our website at drrosscarter.com to learn more. Don't forget about our current $475 Warden's Jelly Special. On with the show. Bottom line is, I said, do it every day. And you know, every morning when you wake up and do it, you know, one or two nights a week at night. It's like two a days. And he went to seven mornings, five nights. He lost 34 pounds the first month. He lost... 22 pounds the second month. He lost 18 pounds the third month. That's 74 pounds in three months. Now you have to understand, his only goal, starting with me, to lose 50 pounds so the doctors will operate on his knees because that's why he has the canes and all that because his knees are shot from botched surgeries and he was a paratrooper. He said he never landed 
and he wasn't hurt. Never. Over 500 jumps. Can't fake gravity. Wear and tear on his body was ridiculous. Bottom line is, he lost 74 pounds. He could have quit off and went right to the docks, but he kept going. Plus 140 pounds in 10 months. Now, he started at 5'6", 297 pounds. He lost 140 pounds in 10 months. More importantly, he lost those knee braces, the back brace, the wraparound canes, not just to walk, but run. But the real miracle of it all, and this is where I really started to understand how important food was. He's never had those knee operations. That's food healing from you from the inside. And I'm not a doctor, and most doctors don't know shit about food because they don't want to change the way they eat. They don't want to, you know, you really should stop smoking. Now, the only reason that is because smoking is so off to the left. But food is just as bad as that shit. Because all I know in the last 25 years, if you go back 25 years ago, I never even heard of autism. Obesity, 30, 40 pounds overweight. That guy's really big. You couldn't find. I can remember John Madden at a game, the Super Bowl, and when he ran, when Refrigerator Perry ran through that touchdown, he's 300 pounds. Oh, my. He's 300. Like It was like a miracle. 300-pound linemen are in high school today. Right. The obesity level has skyrocketed. Cancer? People just say, oh, another person's got cancer. We just take it for granted now. Uh, heart disease? Diabetes? Autism. That's the scariest one to me. I never even heard of that 25 years ago. Today, they say one in 134 kids will be autistic. They say by 2030, it'll be one in 64. Why? And our government is never going to follow up on it because all the money controls all of that. You know, so it takes people like me and you and you to tell people. And I'm not going to put my head in the sand because I'm not preparing for 65. That's going to be here tomorrow. I'm preparing for 90 to 100. And I'm going to be doing that thing cold. I can take my feet into the air and do a handstand out of it at 6'4 and 230. That's core strength at a different level. And a guy who's been beat up from 35 to 49. So how is that possible? DDP yoga. We just put a video up of Chris Jericho. He just had this amazing match in Tokyo. He headlined the Tokyo Dome 47. He was wrestling WWE main event two months before that. He went to tour with his band Fozzie. Then he signed his big, big deal with Kenny Omega in Japan, which they sold out 47,000 people. He wrestled for 37 minutes. At 41, he was done. Doctors told him he was never wrestling again. He saw Arthur's video. He called me up. He said, DDP, you tell me what to do. I will do whatever you tell me to do. Five weeks later, he was 85% pain-free. Three months later, he headlined WrestleMania with CM Punk. That's amazing. That was six years ago. And he's still going. It's given me such credibility. You know, so, I mean, if I'm a professional athlete and... I see Jericho, I want to do whatever he's doing. Because when you get to the spot, you get to the show, whether it's the NFL, the NBA, MLB, soccer, I don't care what it is. You get there, you have two jobs. One, be the best player you can be. Two, don't get hurt. Because as soon as you get hurt, there's a really good chance your career's over. And if it's not, you're still not going to be that guy. But the bottom line is, it's like this workout works. You go to ddpyoga.com, it's all there. The app you know, after we got done with doing just the DVDs, then we went to a whole system, you know, with the food and, you know, recipes and motivation and teach you how to set goals. The app is over 150 workouts that start 
laying in bed, I call it. We just opened this up. It's called DDPY Rebuild. Starts first three workouts. You can't get out of bed. I got three workouts for you. Can't get out of the chair. I got five workouts for you there. Can't stand up without holding onto a chair. Got seven workouts there for you. And it goes all the way up the killer psycho stuff that I do. Then, of course, it's DDPY for kids. DDPY for mamas, prenatal. We have everything covered on the workout. And every week, we put out a new workout. Because always some place to go with it. And it's one of my instructors. I've got a bunch of them starting to give them some time on the app. We have over 100 recipes. I'm about to go do three more of them. Did five the other day, all GMO-free. People say, what do you eat if you don't eat wheat or dairy? Everything. Because today, there's a replacement for everything. Now, is it convenient to go out and eat? Not all the time. But if you follow my plan, yeah, it is. Then there's Motivational Monday every Monday. You're going to pop up, and I'm going to give you the most inspiring words you've heard since last week. And then if you keep putting that story in your brain, your chance of being really successful that next week are really good. And if it's not, go back and listen to my other 150 Motivational Mondays or watch out of our 50 different videos of people's stories that we've helped not just change your life but own their lives. And then there's tracking so you can see pictures, weight, measurement, pain, blood pressure, blood sugar, A1C, it's all on the app. Like, I see this in the next two years going out to these big corporations that are giving their people who work for them, you know, $25 or $35 a month to make sure they go to the gym so that they get their insurance lowered, right? Yeah, right. But how do they know they go to the gym? They don't. With DDP Yoga Now app, again, all they have to do is get them a mat, get them a Bluetooth heart monitor. So the first month would be a little you know, expensive. Not really, though. Not to give them 25, 35 bucks, but the heart monitor is 50 bucks. The mats, you know, 30 bucks, 20 bucks. And the monthly, you can track how long they work out, what their uh, heart rate was, how many calories they burn. You can track their pictures of flexibility and core strength and their physical you can track their pain index. You can track the inches that they lose. I mean, it's all there. You can track their blood pressure, their blood sugar, their A1C. When you see all these numbers going down as their fitness level goes up, it should take down their insurance premium. So that's the big place that we're planning on going right now. That's fantastic. So do you have any advice, like three words of advice for somebody who's just getting started listening to you? I would say there's a company, not many people know it, but... They use three words and works kind of good. Just do it. And that's all you got to do. Just do it. You know, stop crying and whining about all the, you know, I'm so depressed. And I know people deal with depression. But go help somebody. Go help anybody. It makes you feel better about you. And that's really what it's all about. That internal dialogue. You, know, you say you can or you say you can't. You're right. You know, you have to focus on what you want to do. Then you got to make a plan. And then you got to do it. Just do it. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Please subscribe to be notified of all new episodes and also like and share this to help us grow. To find out more about this speaker, become a speaker on our show, to have Dr. Carter present at your event or podcast, learn more about coaching, consulting, tissue allographs, exosomes, supplements, legal help, or how to create a million-dollar business card to dominate your local area, we're here to help you. Just text your name and your question to 561 561- 9621231 write that down that's 5619621231 or you can go to our website at drrosscarter.com that's d r 
R-O-S-S-C-A-R-T-E-R.com to learn more. Until next time, this is Dr. Ross Carter, signing off. Signing off.